Super Sentai, um, including, you know, tons of merchandise news, uh, some show and movie news, and, you know, reviews of what's been going on recently, and, you know, just everything that goes on in the Morphin Grid. I am one of your hosts, Joel, and with me is my wonderful co-host, the one and only Kevin. And, you know, we're back. We took a week off. Um, you know, we had a little too much Pink Ranger energy, so we kind of had to take a week off, you know, de-stress, get that released, and get that figured out. But we're back, and we're, you know, better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as always, before we begin, we want to take a moment and uh, just to address, you know, highlight, underscore, put in bold, emphasize that this podcast stands in solidarity with both the Black Lives Matter movement and against the violence that's being committed against the Asian American community. I'm, by now, you've heard about this. Um, this stuff is not going away. This is not something that we can forget about. It's not something that we can ignore. Um, so we encourage our listeners to find a way that you can support, one of which for uh, the is the anti-Asian violence resources.card.co. The other is blacklivesmatters.card.co. Uh, we want to address both of these. We want you. We encourage you to find a way that you can help with these. Either you know, educating yourself uh, by donating time or money, or just you know, finding any way that you can help. You know, because these are important issues that are not going away anytime soon. Um, we have to try to find a way that you can help. Be a hero in your own way. You know, like we say each time, all lives can't matter unless Black Lives Matter. We must stop the violence that is being committed against the Asian community. Mm -hmm. With that said, we'll kind of move on into our kind of first area of topics. Boy, two weeks happened and a lot has really occurred in these in this fandom. So we're going to go through some merch news. Um, we're going to kind of shotgun it and then we'll kind of highlight what we want to talk about after that. So mm-hmm. in the last two weeks, uh, Reebok has announced that they will be doing a collaboration with Power Rangers. Uh, mm-hmm. There will be sneakers being released in various styles and sizes based on the original dinosaurs from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, and the current release estimate is going to be around May 15th. Uh, what we've seen so far is adult shoes that are designed around the Yellow Ranger in the Zord, uh, the Sabertooth Tiger Sword. And also three different styles of children's shoes, uh, one for the Red Ranger in the Tyrannosaurus Sword, one for the Blue Ranger in the Triceratops Sword, and another for the Pink Ranger and the Pterodactyl Sword. Uh, also, um, obviously right now with everything going on in the kind of shipping and kind of during the current pandemic time, uh, there's been a lot of delays as far as shipping. Uh, so specifically with Heroes of the Grid and the Deck Builder, they will be delayed a little bit further. Uh, so fans waiting for that are still going to have to wait a bit longer. And also the Red Sentry Lightning Collection figure over at Target also has received a delay from August to now October. Uh, in kind of Sentai cool news, uh, the Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger manga is now out in stores in the U.S. You can order it online as well from various retailers. 
And the Zenkaiger opening theme is now available digitally uh, through platforms like iTunes and Spotify. So please support the official release of all Sentai music so we can continue getting these type of things. And finally, one last thing that was revealed uh, is along with the Street Fighter Pass that will be introducing Ryu and Chun-Li, a skin for Ryu will be uh, released as well, which is going to be the Angel Grove Class of 93 skin, which is a 1990s fashion uh, inspired skin for Ryu for Battle for the Grid. Whew. With that said, that's what we got so far. Uh, anything in all of this stand out to you, Kevin, at all? Um, I I mean, I think the sneakers was definitely one of the big surprises that came out over the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Um, and they look really good. Um, I know so far that they've only confirmed that the Yellow Ranger sneakers will be for adults. So I'm yeah. not sure if they mean that like all the styles will be available or if it's only going to be certain styles or certain uh, populations. Because um, like I would love to see like Pink Ranger shoes for men. Uh, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, I know that in my research on it too, like apparently, and I didn't know this, but like with scalping you know we have the ps5 we have pokemon cards we even have power ranger figures apparently sneakers are something that gets scalped too and there's a whole community around it and holy cow uh so i i'm tempted to get a pair but i also don't want to fight with people that are crazy over sneakers so (laughs) there's that i guess no i i get that like they they yeah from what we've seen the pictures of them they look great like Mm -hmm. uh, some people aren't crazy about the slides but i think it's really cool because they've done a whole thing of like modeling them after the zords which i i think is a really cool approach to take with them Mm -hmm. but yeah trying to fight with some sneaker heads over uh (laughs) yeah a a limited edition shoe is just you know not really in my bag you know yeah it's it's not really worth it yeah Especially because uh, we still we don't really have a cost estimate either, right? So um, I think the Yellow Ranger sneakers came in at about sixty to eighty dollars. Okay, that's like they, not like terrible. Were, yeah, like they were surprisingly affordable. Now aftermarket, we'll see how they cost, but yeah, at least for right now, surprisingly affordable, and that's not a bad thing. So nice. Uh, hmm. I, so one thing I didn't quite touch upon when I went through the kind of list of news is uh, along with kind of the delay that we've gotten for Heroes of the Grid, um, the Titanium Ranger was revealed via mm-hmm. a painting stream with Luis Martinez. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, he's going to be part of the uh, Ranger pack that we're going to be getting along with the Silver Ranger and an undisclosed Purple Ranger so far. Uh, yeah. But... He did say in this last stream, uh, Luis received a box from Renegade. They will be extending kind of his, you know, him doing more streams. Um, and they sent him 29 additional figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have no context for what these figures are, but um, these will be kind of, you know, revealed as the weeks go on. So we've got a lot of exciting things to look forward to. Yeah. over the course of the next couple of weeks so i'm excited to see what they are um also if you've not checked out the painting streams uh luis martinez does great work on those figures like and it's crazy watching it go from just the basic model to him like fully painting them 
mm-hmm. uh, it's insane. And if you're just wanting to also get tips, he's always kind of giving out uh, advice and kind of, you know, how he approaches cleaning minifigs. It's really interesting and really fascinating. So if you're interested in that, definitely check that out as well and support it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think... If you're fine, we can move on to the uh, other kind of major news that was dropped this week, or rumors that we've now heard. Uh, in regards to the TV show and kind of any movie news as well, uh, at Hasbro's Q1 uh, 2020 earnings call, the CEO, Brian Goldner, stated that they will announce a new Power Ranger TV series and new film going to a streaming platform soon. Mm-hmm. Uh and that they did not name what the streaming platform was, just said that this is something that is occurring and that they are working with that particular streaming platform to, you know, create this new content. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, it's all vague right now because they, they've not said, you know, what this is. Uh, the, what's interesting is this wasn't even necessarily, whereas before they definitely de- they made sure to stress the children's show or the new one that they're developing and that even this was kind of vague in which one they meant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and later on in the week, a interview with Chance Perez that he did with iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chance kind of let slip that season one of Dino Fury will, you know, will continue airing on Nick as planned. But that season two of Dino Fury will be airing on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and naturally, of course, uh, you know, sharp-eared listeners... Uh, picked that up and ran with that across many Power Ranger uh, Twitters and, you know, the fandom kind of exploded from there. Uh, What did you think of all of this, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, so with with the earnings call, I mean, we knew that Hasbro has been planning new things. We we know that they are with Jonathan Entwistle. They are trying to develop a new universe. They're trying to expand things. And I think it's definitely interesting because we've seen them kind of talk about the more adult-oriented Power Rangers things versus the child Power Rangers things, which, for purposes that they plan, the child thing would be Dino Fury. Like, that's more of a kid's platform, while adult fans will get something different. Um, I think it makes sense that it'll be on a streaming platform, because, honestly, cable TV is not like it was back in the day, like with Fox Kids and everything. Um, streaming is the way to go, I think, for most platforms now. I mean, we have big-name shows like RuPaul's Drag Race now going to a streaming platform as well, so uh, with All-Stars. So I think it makes sense. I think it's smart. And with Power Rangers being such a big brand, despite what some people may think, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the name Power Rangers is part of our culture now. It's a big thing. And... I think it makes sense and streaming platforms will compete and want to get this on their platform because they know it's going to bring subscribers. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. As for Dino Fury season two, um, I am curious to see how they will distribute it. Will they go the yeah. route of dropping everything all at once? Will they go the route of uh, what Pokemon journeys does on Netflix, which is they release four or five, or four or five episodes or however many it is at a time. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting either way. I don't know if this means the hiatus period will be over with for season two, if we'll get everything all at once around the world, or if we'll have to wait a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I do think, too, that I know people are kind of, like, panicking and freaking out, but, like, 
also think that this is probably going to apply for the United States. We don't know if this means that in the UK or in, you know, other countries that they're all going to move to Netflix. It could be possible yeah. that, you know, things aren't going to change. I think it makes sense, though. Like, I've advocated for Power Rangers to go on a streaming service for years. I've always thought it was a good idea. I think it makes sense. Because uh, I, I don't think there's any children's broadcasting network that can really host it and host it in a way that it deserves. Well, and I mean, you mentioned earlier, kind of like right now, kind of the climate as far as like how media is being released. Streaming really is the way to go because that's where everything is going right now. Exactly. Um, every week there's a new streaming platform, you know, every brand, every, um, you know, media conglomerate is like reaching to get their own kind of collection of streaming to put out there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's, it's where we're at. It's what we're, what, where the kind yeah. of industry is gone. So it's not surprising. I mean, just the big thing right now is everything that we're hearing about Power Rangers is kind of rumor and conjecture other than what we've been confirmed so far. Mm -hmm, exactly. So, I mean, until an announcement comes out that, hey, Dino Fury is for sure moving to Netflix. Hey, until they announce where this new uh, content is going to live, you know, all we all we can do is speculate. So, exactly. you know, no use if you're if you're upset by this. Honestly, no use in being upset. Like you, because we don't know until we know. So you right. know, I'm gonna hold off any kind of reaction. I, I would be exciting. I'd actually really like it to go to Netflix as well. Um, especially with Dino Fury, I, I, I would be curious, like you said, to see how the release model will be. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I, I think anything is better than a six month gap where we just don't have new episodes. Right, and a gap where the rest of the world will get the finished episodes and then we have to avoid spoilers like the plague yeah exactly like i think um, that take honestly i think with the ratings i don't know if you follow um gosh i can't remember his name right now um but there's a twitter there's the one account that yeah it's i think it's burgundy ranger yeah burgundy it? ranger that's okay. it yeah burgundy okay. ranger like looking at the ratings every year like the signs have showed that the hiatus does not help rangers it just doesn't and yeah like i think dino fury like it had a really strong start but now i'm worried that like once it comes back from hiatus it's gonna lose a lot of the wind in its sails so yeah and, and i and i think if you look at you know so th there was a lot of topic you know not to diverge too much but right. you know with streaming um and with the netflix model of like dropping everything at once there was this kind of belief that oh you have to make a big splash and get everything out there at once um, but, you know, if you mm -hmm. look at things recently, like with Disney Plus, like with mm -hmm. WandaVision, where a weekly release kept that, sh like, that show was constantly getting talked about. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think if, like, Netflix can figure out a way to do that with Power Rangers over a longer span of time and keep it in, like, the, like, you know, not only public conscious, but if in the consciousness of kids, like, that's only a good thing for the brand. Mm -hmm. It is. And it's it helps give it longevity. I think for me, if some of this comes true and we're looking at the Entwistle universe, whatever that may look like, it makes me wonder, because again, rumors have flown about for the past year for Rangers. Um, you know, we think of the rumored Sentai split. What, how, yep. what is the content going to look like? Like, do we get the Sentai split? Do we actually keep it? Like, what, what do we see? Are we going to see yeah. legacy series revisited? Or like, are we going to see sequels to past series? Like, there's a lot. Or original yeah teams exactly and i think it's 
I think it's kind of uncharted territory, and I think it's exciting. I know we, we touched on this a long time ago when we talked about the Sentai split. And the one thing yep. that Rangers has done that, honestly, no other show has done is it's operated for 25-plus years in the same manner as it always has. And as yep. much as we try, as much as they throw curveballs at us, as much as they, you know, make special reveals like Vengex being Evox or Void Knight having a secret lover, like you still have the Sentai footage to base it off of. You, you can assume, okay, these things are going to show up in the show in some form or capacity, or some things will not show up. Yeah, and. I think the fact that we may be potentially going off the rails and we may have things that we don't see coming, I think is going to benefit it. Because if you look at shows, yep. seasons like Super Mega Force, Super Mega Force hurts so bad because it pales in Gokaiger's shadow. And yeah. a lot of fans tend to, like myself, think of Super Mega Force and think, okay, I know what you had to work with, and you're telling me this was the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not to constantly throw Drag Race references in, but, you know, it's like you and super mega force and go had the same concept in the same amount of time and this is what they made in the same amount of time um yeah well, <laughs> and it's a thing of like it's just getting crushed under the weight of expectation yeah um so I, I i like you said i think it's exciting to have this kind of open opportunity to do whatever mm-hmm. you know if they want to go into animation they could go into animation if they want to do original teams they can do original teams you know and again we don't know what they're doing until they tell us what they're doing. So, right. you know, uh, great to speculate. If you want to get upset, get upset. But overall, I think, you know, there's a lot of good that can come from this. So, Agreed. you know, we'll just have to wait and see. And, you know, fingers crossed that they're doing it. You know, that they, you know, I'm sure everything they're trying to do is only to further the brand and only to make it stronger. So, you know, exactly. can't wait to see what we get. Agreed. I, I definitely think Hasbro is doing their best with it. And... And this will be the last point I say about it, but like, I think one of the reasons why I got a little disillusioned with Power Rangers a few years back was because in the Neo Saban era, it felt like they were just trying to not reinvent the wheel. They were just trying to keep the status quo, and they weren't trying. Besides the movie, they weren't actively trying to push Power Rangers to be more than what it is. Yeah, I think with Hasbro, they're trying to push it to be more than what it is, and they're trying to help reinvent the brand. And if we as fans want the brand to continue, if we don't want cancellation to happen again, we have to embrace that. So that's all I'm going to say. I mean, and to be fair, they're, they're not going to give you a choice on that. Like, I mean that too. They're going <laughs> to they're, they're gonna do it. Yeah. Like they're going to do what they're going to do. So yeah, like they ain't... own it. It's their choice. Yeah. Um, this ain't glue. Yeah. We, we, your option is to watch or not to watch. So yeah, I, I you know, again, I just, I, I kind of can't wait to see what this all looks like, you know, in three or four years, once we have a clear idea of what Hasbro is doing, it'll be really interesting to look at this and see kind of how this, mm-hmm. what, where the brand goes. I agree. Uh, but with that said, we'll kind of move into some reviews over stuff that released in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the first of which is the comics world. Uh, Power Rangers number six was released. Uh, it was written by Ryan Parrott, art by Francesco Mortorino and Simone Ragazzone, mm-hmm. colored by Raul Angulo with color assistance by Jose Enrique Hernandez and Igor Monti with color assistance by Sabrina Del Grosso, and as always, lettered by Ed Dukeshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the continuing arc of uh, 
with Astronema and Ecliptor showing up and us being on Onyx and the power and the Omega Rangers trying to get this power converter so they can get their ship fixed. Yada, 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 yada. Uh, this was an interesting one um, because what I think this issue does very spectacularly is it further puts the Omega Ranger teams, uh, Omega Rangers in this gray area that Trini, Zach, and Jason are not used to operating in. Mm-hmm. And it's forcing them to confront who do they want to be going forward and what is this going to turn them into? Mm-hmm. And that is fascinating. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, so, I, I mean, you know, I think what I really enjoy about this is by bringing in, not, you know, we have Draken in this book who is, you know, obviously meant to be a mirror for the, you know, the, this original trio to look at and kind of compare themselves to but introducing astronomer and spd also adds a really interesting wrinkle into it mm-hmm. because we also see what good out in the universe looks like and what evil looks like out in this universe in this larger power ranger universe mm-hmm. and it's fascinating for them now to even get to be like well what like there's a really great moment at the end of the issue where jason is you know kind of justifying what they did what you know how they're doing what they're doing and Trini's like yeah but here's the problem. When does that line stop? Mm-hmm. If we keep, you know, we're justifying, you know, fighting cops now. We're justifying fighting, you know, people who are good, air quotes. Uh, you know, where does that line stop? You know, we, we if we keep down this path, we're going to keep justifying stuff till we're doing evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find that to be a really fascinating kind of uh, philosophy or philosophical question that this that this series seems to be grappling with. Yeah, uh, but uh, what did you think, Kevin? Was there anything that stood out to you about this issue? Yeah, I mean, I think the character interactions were done really well. I think Ecliptor taunting the SPD cadets, and even him <laughs> mentioning like, "Oh, one day you'll be on C Squad or D Squad." Like the those were really fun things, and it shows that SPD, despite not being in the series until two thousand five, um, it shows that the universe is out there, and it shows that Ryan is willing to kind of weave and fabric in all of those aspects of the series you know mighty morphin has always given us the mighty morphin side but power rangers gives us the power rangers brand and i think that i think knowing that now and seeing what ryan has been doing it makes sense why they titled the series the way they do yeah Um, definitely yeah i thought the character interactions were good i think it definitely i it's definitely building towards we've got this slow burn going i think where we're going to have to have a moment where they have to pick it do they justify or do they stay true to themselves and i i find it interesting because i think these ripple effects are going to for as long as the series is going to continue and given the popularity of the series given how well it's been received i foresee it moving forward and keeping on and going yeah so i am definitely interested to see how things go and how we move forward um because Ryan is a master storyteller, in my opinion, when it comes to long-term storytelling. And yeah. I, while we are focusing so much right now on the big moments that are happening, I, I guarantee he's planting seeds for his next big event. So, Well, yeah. Well, and what's fascinating is, you know, if you think about it, we did not see an Imperial in these first six issues till the very end of issue six. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of been the like hovering antagonists mm-hmm. since the beginning of issue one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you know, 
I, you know, I'm sure for some people that's annoying because we're kind of getting a slow burn. But I am what I think I what I love about this is it's Ryan getting to play to his strengths, which is like very much playing in this, you know, uh, introspective moments, really mm-hmm. taking the character and examining what makes them tick and why they do what they do and how they react to the world around them as it shifts and changes. Yeah. Uh, agree. So, like, I, I think, you know, I, I'm really happy that we're continuing to get that, and I can't wait to see going forward how he continues to challenge these characters, because I think half of what, you know, like, you know, say what you will, you know, there's people mm-hmm. who don't like the comics because it's not the TV show, or because it can't do what the TV show does in the sense of, like, we don't get the people in suits thing. Yeah. Uh, but what I think the comics do well is that idea of challenging who these characters are. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it uh, invokes the spirit of what Power Rangers is, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I think so many fans, myself included back in the day, um, back when the idea of an animated series was floating around near the end of the RPM era, I know a lot of fans pushed back against that and they were like there's no way this isn't what power interest is it's Mm -hmm. this this and this but really i think when you step back and you look at what power rangers is the medium doesn't matter it's does it capture that spirit yeah and a lot of popular media may have started as a live action series or it may have started as an animated series but it's flowed into something better in different forms look at you know batman tmnt transformers ghostbusters all of these iconic brands and legacies they've dipped their toes into different formats and different medias and they've been successful for that and they've been yeah. not so successful for that so i yes power rangers does involve rubber monsters and spandex um sorry dr k uh but i think it's more about that spirit and team of overcoming adversity finding who you are as a hero and doing that and i think that's yeah the comics are doing a good job at capturing that but also challenging that at the same time yeah exactly and, and, and I, I just you know i like we say we say every time you know we can't wait to see what ryan's gonna do going forward but you know like truly there's again it's that limitless potential there's so much that we can do you know specifically with the omega rangers but even like in mighty morphin mm-hmm. i think ryan is crafting some really fascinating ways yeah. and directions to take these characters so agreed i'm excited and yeah yeah if you're not if, you know the trades for the like uh first four issues of both mighty morphin and i think power rangers are going to start dropping if you've not jumped on board yet definitely grab those mm-hmm. uh get into these series because i think they're doing fascinating things with the rangers agreed so with that, we'll jump over to the Super Sentai side of things, uh, and we've got a kind of double feature we get to talk about, which is Episode 7 of Zenkaiger, which is The Prince of the Demon World is Short-Tempered, mm-hmm. and Episode 8, which is Door to Door from Another World. Um, and boy, did we get a one-two punch of uh, character reveals over these two episodes. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, don't want to go like, like story beat by beat but i think and i i said this on twitter these were the episodes that i think sold zenkaiger to me mm-hmm. i am converted i am a stan <laughs> well i mean i have seen the light yeah and it, and it also makes sense too because the, these these two episodes are probably the first major story beat for the series now that they've finished the first arc which was establishing the team 
Um, yeah. I think creating a foil, because even in the earliest episodes, they were like, oh, you use gears. Oh, we use gears. Huh. And so um, Ijerud doing using that realization and creating an evil Zenkaiger in the form of Stacezer with Stacy, our new antihero slash villain uh, slash rival character, uh, definitely made for some good moments, I think. Uh, I know some fans are even complaining, like, this doesn't feel like an anniversary season. Well, here you go. Here's imposter versions of past teams. Here's past robo- robos with brand new suits made, like... I mean, some of those suits looked like they were they were brand new. Um, yeah, they well, and can we talk about how they, how the mechas arrive? Like, yeah, with the toy their boxes. Their toy boxes, mm-hmm. yes. Which I when I realized what it was, I was like, okay, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think um, it makes sense too because the producers have said from the beginning that Zenkaijus was to celebrate the Robo aspect of Sentai, not necessarily Super yeah. Sentai. Um, and I think it was clever. I think it was well done. I think Stacy is an interesting character being a half human uh half kikainoid uh mm-hmm. from toji tendo i think definitely the story of him hating his father who is uh barashita and hey, you know kind of being a lone wolf because his mom was abandoned is an interesting concept and it's a good parallel and foil to kaito um yeah and they're kind of reflections of each other in a lot of ways um quite literally <laughs> Yeah, and they and they and they they draw that line I think very clearly in episode eight um, mm-hmm. when they have that moment when they face off. It's it's a really great character moment, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, and I I like as well with Stacey's that there's a limit on that character's yeah. power. Yeah, it was also um, really I thought it was really cool, and it was actually kind of breaking again. Zenkaiju tries to break the trend, like he was putting the pressure on, like he was summoning like, as many things as he could, and he was not going to give it easy give it up easy to them. So. Yeah, which is, a, I think, a good contrast, because I think this easily could have been compared to um, the character from Gokaiger, and I'm Vasco. blanking on his name. Yes, it, this could have been very easily just a repeat of that, but I think they found an interesting way to do this, mm-hmm. um, where it's essentially the same thing, summoning, you know, kind of proxy versions of the other mm-hmm. Sentai teams, but I think by having, you know, him summon, like, as many as he can, also getting to see those suits again like i can't explain the like swell in my heart Mm -hmm. every time like certain suits show up Mm -hmm. um and and it's slightly brutal watching them get their uh you know to put this bluntly get their asses kicked Mm -hmm. uh because there was one point when the like uh zinc hydras finally start to win Mm -hmm. uh and it was rune specifically he hits one of the pink rangers and i was like oh oh i Mm. (laughs) like i know it's (laughs) they're imposters though so it's not the real team but yeah i i I know but it was still like i made me clutch my pearls a little bit Um, no that's fine um yeah but uh i do want to talk about the character work real quick Mm -hmm. uh so even with like these major reveals and we'll talk about the other one in a second Mm -hmm. uh i really like the character beats not only of like you know getting stacy's background and kind of getting what that rivalry is going to be like we got a really great moment with gal Mm-hmm. that i think i in in everything that was going on in this crazy episode to have this really small moment and acknowledge that hey gallon's been kind of weird with kikanoids this entire time mm-hmm. uh and he seems to only really care about humans mm-hmm. uh which you know put gets kind of challenged for him when he you know sees an evil human in stacy and also has like the proxy rangers which look human mm-hmm. a humanoid 
Uh, so in, there's this great moment of we get why. Because mm-hmm. um, we've got the joke answer of gone in previous episodes being, well, well, you know, y'all are warm and soft and squishy and kind of sweet. and You're not hard and steel like robots are. Mm-hmm. But also Gowan's like, well, y'all aren't vulnerable because of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have to protect you. And I, I really like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a very sweet and tender moment for a character that I think you know for a lot for a lot of the series so far has been played for laughs. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed that, and I and again I think that's one of the things like that character moment in and all this craziness in and all this like setup is why I think Zenkaiju is is good and it's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but. Sorry, uh, <laughs> didn't mean to kind of take over, but yeah, no, I really did enjoy that kind of gala moment. I thought that was great. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think it also made a lot more sense, and it also kind of helped instill that trust because there has been little minor conflicts, like in body language. But then by the end of the episode, Juram was like, he said it's up to us, and like he like realized that he put them together with each other. So <laughs> yeah, poor Majid and Vroon constantly getting read by Gallon too. They're like. <laughs> Did you have to say it like that? <laughs> yeah. And I think... I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I also love... So in, just to kind of point out one joke that was made at the beginning of the episode. Uh, so Gowan and, Jir- and Jiren are fighting. Uh, and one of the patrons of their store, uh, who is a character we've seen in a previous episode, is like, ah, this is why people like coming here, is just to watch this. And it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun times. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, they were, it was a good two-parter. I think it's also, it set up the status quo that Stacy is going to be here for a while, and he's going to be fighting them. So, and some Japanese scans have revealed a few exciting things coming for Stacy in the future, um, if people have kept up with those. But uh, we will see what happens when they show up in the show. Um, but... Yeah, not only did this introduce Stay Caesar, but it also introduced another transformation uh, with the debut of Two Kaiser. Um, what'd you think? Um, <laughs> boy, I've never been sold on a character quite as quickly <laughs> <laughs> as when yeah <laughs> when he shows up. I was like, all right, this is a really great entrance. Mm-hmm. Um. And then he starts singing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I I think I love this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think, you know, uh, when we talked about kind of the scan or the leaks for Tukaiser, I, I know it's kind of hot or cold about, I, well, I was really kind of cold about him, um, to be honest, because I was like, ooh, it's kind of not a great design. It's kind of, you know, we, it's not something new. Um, boy, I think the character sells. Mm-hmm. I think the the actor, the way they've decided to personify this character, I think it sells it. Mm-hmm. Um, the actor playing the part has like this very Captain Marvelous energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when the singing happened and the dancing, I was like, "This is great." Mm-hmm. Uh, can we talk about his transformation device and weapon? Yeah. So the yeah, it's basically a Darren. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a it's a tambourine, and, and and I when he started using it like that, I was like, all of the pieces clicked into place, and I was like, okay, still think it's a little clunky looking, mm-hmm. but okay, cool, this makes 
uh, infinitely more sense with what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, God. Yeah. I also love the fact that he only want, he only wanted to attack Stacy because he saw he was using gears and was like, I want your gears. <laughs> right. Well, and he even says in the episode, he's like, oh, these are not Tojitendo gears. Yeah. So I'm guessing that, because um, based on some of the information we know, I'm assuming that he is trying to also free a lot of the worlds that were captured. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm assuming that his world was taken because he he told he said he was a world a world exploring pirate. So, yeah, just cat, kudos to the writing team or whoever designed the, or whoever figured broke the idea for this character because like obviously, you know, anniversary season's going to get compared to Gokaiger, and they just leaned heavily into like, well, okay, here is a Gokaiger. Mm-hmm you want it here yeah. it is well and that's the honestly that is the impact that gokaiger had like mm-hmm. gokaiger was a massive series for a reason it's very popular for a reason and so them leaning into that but it's also clever because yes he looks like gokai red but he he doesn't act like him like a lot of the initial um photos and stuff like had him in similar poses but now we're seeing like he's not as serious as marvelous was yeah and that's okay or it's cool yeah. yeah yeah i i i need them to put him around the other gokaijers because i want them to react yeah. to this gold guy <laughs> i'm gonna be honest i wouldn't be surprised at this point because we're also at the point for yeah. the 10-year anniversary and i would not be surprised if they did a gokaijer 10 years after either in the show or as a standalone movie so yeah because god could you could you imagine luca looking at this guy and she'd be like what what is this yeah. <laughs> yeah it was also it was also fun seeing kaito react to to kaiser as well um especially when like after he finished singing his song and it cut back to kaito and stacy like kaito was still singing and dancing yeah he's like oh right so oh so yeah i think very... yeah i think the show has definitely kind of wrapped up its first major arc and now we're kind of going into the mm-hmm. next arc which is in itself interesting um i also thought uh <laughs> the plot of the second episode with the door monster was actually kind of interesting and how they overcame that weakness where (laughs) if you go into one door you go out of another one um and instead they just realized oh wait we can grow and then they all individually like march their way back to japan and that was that was pretty clever that was a really fun moment because that's what i was thinking i was like can't you just not go through doors like just stay outside and and then they did that and i was like oh okay okay there was so there's one joke that was funny but i was like wait hold on uh it's when Vroon is in the water and he freaks out yeah he's like oh god i can't swim and then he stands up he's like oh yeah oh yeah and then starts walking i'm like but at a certain point it's gonna get deeper Vroon, and you're just gonna go underwater yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. but that's okay <laughs> yeah but uh I, I, let's not think about just, it too much <laughs> yeah yeah again if, if yeah because explain to me how stacy exists we can't go into all that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, we're gonna skate past asking any questions about how you exist. We're gonna just accept this and move on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, gosh, I just, I really, like I said, these two episodes, I think, solidified what Zenkaiju's going to be, and I think it made me really love it. Yeah. Uh, I, I I just want more now. Mm-hmm. Like, keep going. <laughs> keep doing what you're doing uh and man i i hope there's more like i can't wait to see what more reveals they could do because mm-hmm. i'm just like 
feels like we've got so much now that it's like what what else what else are we gonna add <laughs> yeah can i can i make one good joke about uh stacy's lineage oh no uh-huh talk about a firmware update We're done. Nope. Podcast over. What? Cannot do this anymore. Oh come on! That was that was good. It, um, sh- sh- yes, it was. It was certainly. It was certainly something. Uh, but you know, it was. It was good. Okay, it was good. Thank Kevin, you. It was a good joke. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, if I can't get validation on Twitter somehow, it's going to be through this. So. Oh, glad glad we can provide that. Love that for you. Love that journey. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm about. Um, but yeah, so Zenkaiger, you know, so much exciting things coming in. Uh, next episode, uh, looks like we get more of Two Kaiser mm-hmm. uh, and his uh, whole deal. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that he has a partner. I hope that she gets to transform at some point. Because I'm just like. Do not introduce a female character and not give her something to do as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't wait to kind of see what they're building with and kind of get to play with it more. Um, but that's kind of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you want to interact with the podcast, you can reach out to us on social media at May the Power Pod. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email at MayThePowerPod at gmail.com. You know, as always, we're always looking for, you know, do you think we're doing great? If we think we're doing bad, you know, if you have topic ideas or if you want to come on as a guest, mm-hmm. we're always soliciting new people to come on and kind of talk with us, uh, give your opinions, you know, give us a topic idea. We're always happy to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to reach out to me specifically, you can find me on most social media at Vespas Punk. And where can they find you, Kevin? You can find me on Twitter at BridgeMT3. And, you know, like we do every time before we leave, just want to say thank you for listening to us. Really appreciate it. Uh, Hope you have a wonderful day and a great weekend. And as always, may may the the power power protect protect you. you.